This is Nest, produced in association with Foul Writing. The fourth letter in this series is written and read by Alicia Davies. Flynn, enough. I will not take any more of your nonsense. This is one favour too many, Flinto. Our parents did not bring us up in a spirit of dependence. You need to stop asking things of others, and you must start being honest with the ones you love. Euler's a gem, you idiot, and she's getting tired. I overheard Trinisha at the golf club telling Brenda that Euler's marriage is going through a rough patch. Euler won't let on, I know. She was all smiles when we went to help with the trough. But I can see that her smile is stuck at a certain angle. It's almost as if it's strung up, held up by a puppeteer. It's nothing like the one you gave her on your wedding day. I shall no longer keep your secrets safe, unless you agree to tell Euler everything. And when I say everything, I mean everything. The monthly payments, the deal you struck up with the MI5, where you really go when you're away. Tell her, or I will have to. Do send me a letter when you've come clean, with evidence if possible. A bit of broken crockery will do. You will find the nest and the egg next to this letter unless that devilish egg has decided to go walk about again. I am also leaving the extra £20 that you added to my monthly due. I don't want it. You know, Flynn, it's a shame. I might just have helped you out with this nest thing for a little longer if you hadn't been so nasty to my boys. I don't know what's got into you since you found that nest, but I don't like it. Your eyes have the same mad glint in them as Dad's did that one time when they accidentally gave him too much morphine. Remember the hallucinations? The little devils on the windowsill? Well, that's what you looked like yesterday when you came to check up on your stupid egg. How dare you tell my Paddy that you preferred him to my Greg? How dare dare you have told my poor baby Greg that he was an incorrigible ugly duckling like you can talk with that mangled nose of yours. Greg locked himself up in his room for hours and now he's not talking to me or Paddy. He worships you Flynn and you know what I think you've just about broken his heart. Happy now? I don't want this nest in my house anyway. I couldn't sleep last night for the racket, even though it was stowed away in the garage. The egg was knocking about all night, and I swear that at one point it made a ghastly high-pitched wail. I've never heard anything like it. You'll notice that it's looking particularly sweaty today. Ugh, it's simply oozing. You know, when I tried to pick it up this morning, it ran away. I swear to you, it bounced and rolled away from me at a high speed. It ended up under the car. I had to move the car to pick it up. Don't worry, I didn't run it over. 
I didn't want scrambled egg on my tyres, or whatever inside that thing. There's something truly repulsive about its shell. Oh gosh, it's wailing again. Jeez, ouch! You'll be coming over soon. I'll make sure to be out. I don't want to see you, or be with this damned egg one minute longer. I'm starting to think that one of Dad's little devils is living in your egg. I can just see a little pitchfork pricking at the surface. Right, I cannot bear this screaming any more. Have fun with your beloved nest, and please do the right thing by Euler. Helena. Thank you for reading that, Alicia. That was really interesting. Different again from the other three letters we've had. Every letter comes in and it seems it's of a completely different style, which is really cool. I really like that. I like that this project isn't defined by one genre or one style. It's It's been all over the place. It started with this very sincere letter of complaint and then it became a sort of darker mystery and then a medical drama and now we're into this like secrecies and and almost spy business that I really I really find enjoyable so the writer of this letter Helena is Flynn's sister that's right his older sister yeah do you have siblings I do. I have okay. two older brothers, which is maybe why I chose to write. That yeah, letter. It, it, I think it the sort of camaraderie, but also uh, the tension there, I think comes through really well, and I think it probably helps that you've got that experience. Definitely, yeah. I think um, it's something that anyone with brothers or sisters can probably relate to, being quite annoyed with your sibling, but also wanting to support them and help them if you can. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah that I don't have any siblings so I don't have that so it's really interesting to see this is I think the first time that we've had a sibling writing I could be wrong what in this yeah oh yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, well no actually because there was that letter the second letter was from Flynn to Helena and that's that's where I got the inspiration for this letter from okay yeah so we should probably talk about that more because obviously there's there were three letters for you to yes. refer to. So where did you look for little pieces that you could put in? So I read each letter in turn really carefully and I would highlight all the different openings sort of mm-hmm. possible and available. Um, I found it quite hard actually because there were so many different things you could pick from. Um, but yeah, I think I was sort of intrigued by this whole brother-sister thing because in the second letter, Flynn was asking Helena for a favour mm-hmm. and he was almost apologetic that he was asking for another favour. So that sort of led to opening a bit of a backstory. And then in the third letter, we learned a bit more about how Flynn was going mad and mm-hmm. that, you know, the doctors were worried about his mental health and stuff. So I thought it would be really fascinating to explore his madness, but from a point of view of his sister and sort of build both from the second and third letter using that. Yeah, I like that. So also, of course, now there will be many letters to come. Uh, did you think about that? I find it really, I've asked everyone, did they, did they think about like when they were writing the letter, did you think about what other people might be picking up from it? Yeah, I definitely 
was aware of the fact that it was part of a series, wasn't going to stand on its own. So in each of the letters I read previously, actually, there were loads of little things that you could pick up on. Mm. So when I was writing my own letter, I thought I'm going to add some things in it that could maybe be picked up on, you know, in the future letters, like the whole MI5 thing and ridiculous things like yeah, that, that yeah. maybe people might want to use just, just to sort of help it move along. So, yeah, I was conscious of the fact that it was one of many more to come. So, yeah. I think other than... so. Amy Lilwall, the very first letter, obviously she was thinking a lot about the future because she didn't have anything in the past to refer to. But the other two, I think, got so wrapped up in the past materials that they weren't actually thinking about that, which is, it made it even more interesting for you to come along and pick up on things that they'd written that they didn't necessarily lay down as future things. Um, So I'm really interested in this I, I like i wrote a note that literally just says mi5 with two exclamation marks um, <laughs> yeah i guess that's what how did you come up with that idea I was it know. just you wanted to throw in something wild yeah okay. yeah that's the one it just kind of tumbled out of my brain and i thought you know what i'm just gonna be ridiculous because you can allow yourself to be ridiculous in this because it's like anyone can take whatever they want mm. to you know no one might pick up on that but it could be really interesting if they did so yeah it just came to me and I thought hey this is the sort of project where you can let that kind of thing happen mm. I think yeah you can be a bit wild so a lot of fun yeah it's really cool I think also being limited in terms of the size like it's a one-page letter um you can sort of just throw stuff out there and oh, it, yeah. whether it gets picked up or not is, is really cool um I also thought that everything seems to be like coming to a head already with this sort of mini arc that we've made of the Flynn the Flynn Chronicles um with this this almost confrontation that you've introduced with Helena and Flynn even though it's not a face-to-face confrontation this sort of correspondence confrontation I found really cool um I don't want to like pry too much into whether this is something you've had to deal with but have you had like a an argument where this is this is drawn on no (laughs) I've never had this kind of argument with my brothers I mean maybe I've picked up on maybe little tensions I might have had Mm. with my brothers in the past but I mean I've never had anything that big that's reassuring yeah no definitely I've never been in that kind of situation it's just fun to maybe take a tiny tiny speck of a bit of tension that might have existed once in the past and just blow it up Mm. tenfold or you know a hundredfold so yeah. yeah because this is a very aggressive letter not only in the stuff that's happened this sort of spy nastiness that's gone on but also just the the language that you have used and and so the emphasis you were putting on when you were reading about it like helena seems very angry and also flynn doesn't seem like a very nice person no no one in this story seems to be the the good guy yeah quote unquote that's what i like about this actually because everybody's coming from different angles and no Mm. one is perfect which makes it even more interesting yeah it also makes it more real i think there's not there's not a clear uh goody in this in this whole series there's not someone that i mean i feel sorry mostly for olia yeah like, I, do too. I, I think she's the most innocent of them all to be honest she seems like a very nice lady but so. you never know the next letter may come along and she could have been a, a russian spy the whole time i'd have loved that i would love <laughs> it if that happened um so something else that that seems completely different to anything we've had before is the egg itself so obviously we're always coming back to the nest that's the whole Mm. prompt and everything um the egg going walkabout 
I is is it's almost it's sort of Mary Shelley esque. Like it moves and it lives, <laughs> but also somewhat farcical. Yeah. This 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 image of it running away is it it reminds me of like Looney Tunes or something. <laughs> Like a big anvil is going to fall on yeah. on Helena as she's trying to catch this egg. Um, did what was your idea for having it sort of almost living? Of course, it is living. It's an egg, but it living before it's hatched. Um, well, basically, I picked up on the first letter. Amy was already talking about the eggs knocking about and mm-hmm. making these knocking sounds, and and that they smell of cheese when she covered them up and. So she'd already sort of given them this weird living quality. So I picked up on that and I thought I'm going to make them, you know, as the egg grows, as as it's ready to hatch, it's probably going to get even weirder Mm. because it sounded like a very weird egg to begin with. So I thought I'll just build on that. And I I think it's it's almost ready to hatch because it's, it's, you know, it's now running away. It's now Mm. making these horrible sounds. So I'd love to see it sort of come to life a bit more or even hatch maybe in the next few letters to come. That's the thing is it can only be dormant so long. Exactly. One, but one letter, one letter sometime soon is it's going to hatch. And I'm yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. I can't wait to see what's inside that egg. I'm really excited. <laughs> so I have no you idea. You don't know. I have no idea. I just, you know, if, if I didn't make it hatch, it's because I, I literally have no idea what's in that egg. Mm. I just thought I'm going to, I'm going to make it act up a bit. I'm going to show that it's getting ready. It's getting there. It's mm. creating more and more tension. But I have no idea what's inside. So I can't wait to see what is. That's really interesting because of course, sort of not you're allowing yourself to not be responsible for that if this was um a story that you were writing on your own you would have to know Mm. what was in the egg because you'd have to uh finish the story but you can just sort of be like i don't know someone else can do (laughs) it Um, exactly yeah you can sort of step back and that's the nice thing about this series is if it doesn't come to you you know someone else will have the answer mm. um so in a way it allows you to be a teeny bit lazy as well as a writer like "Ah, gonna give that responsibility to someone else which of course all writers are looking for excuses to be lazy oh that's what we do always always procrastinating (laughs) um so yeah that's really cool i'm really excited for what's coming and i really like what you've brought to the the story this new angle i see that i say that every time i say like you've brought something new but everyone is bringing something new and i think that's really cool it's one of the most exciting little projects i've ever seen coming along so any other thoughts that you wanted to mention? Anything um, you wanted to explain? Not really, just thank you. And I think it's also a really exciting process. And it's so lovely to see everybody's different writing styles mm. all in each different letter coming together as one. Um, yeah, and I, I was wondering when I was choosing which character to take and who who to put, who to make write the letter, um and i was thinking should i maybe make euler write another letter maybe i should use her voice mm. but i i had i choose i chose to write with helena's voice because it's really hard to reenact the same character but with your own writing style because sure. it feels like every character has the style of the writer who's written about them mm. so it would be fascinating if everyone in the process someone else actually took on the voice of helena or took on the voice of flynn sort of yeah. voices that have already been created and written about and yeah to sort of follow on the same style i think that'd be really really interesting uh, adds an extra challenge yeah for definitely. the future writers yeah. to try and sort of emulate that style but yeah. also a benefit for you being so sort of early on in the exactly, program that's what is I was that thinking. you were able to bring in a new character and it not yeah. feel too much exactly yeah i think it's going to be 
quite challenging further on in the process mm. yeah a few months down the line when there's 12 characters <laughs> and you're it thinking might, i don't was, know where it's gonna go who was that and and then they did and it's i'm i'm also looking forward to it though being yeah. really complex and getting wildly out of control and it's already getting there. It letter four is. and it's yeah. mi5s involved there's spies there's a walking egg <laughs> I, I have no idea what's going on and i'm just happy to be along for the ride yeah it's definitely crazy but yeah it's a, it's, a, it's a very good project to be part yeah. of. So, well, yeah. thank you very much for reading and we will see you in a couple of weeks for the next one. Cool. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe if you haven't already, rate and review us, and join us again soon for the next episode of Nest. In the meantime, check out everything else we do at foulwriting.com.